You've downloaded Sockets and Cylinders. I'm Statman with Andrew Rosen from Smythe Automotive. And today, we're going to talk about your hose. And belts. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing a black <laughs> leather one today. That's not the type it's of belts we're talking about. Oh, no? Oh. Uh, timing belts, you know, serpentine belts. Ah. And hoses, not just hose. <laughs> yes. And, and you got a little contest we're going to talk about, too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We'll, well get first, into that here in a little while. We should probably introduce our guest that we have with us. Yes, we should. Mr. Brian Barth from Smythe Automotive. Brian, how are you doing today? Pretty good, guys. How are you? Fantastic. So what do you do for Smythe? I've been their outside sales uh, rep for uh, a couple of the stores for the uh, past 10 years. Cool. And what kind of car do you drive? Daily driver at home will be a uh, 2007 GMC truck and then uh, my wife drives a ford explorer so right on dude have you seen those new gmc canyons by the way very nice yeah not as probably as big as yours but uh, i'm we just went to the auto show yep. a couple weeks ago andrew and i and man they look pretty badass well, you're here today to talk about old hoses and, and belts and when it's time to replace them. I like mine when they get nice and white and fuzzy around the edges. <laughs> Is it time to replace when they get fuzzy? Well, you know, what a lot of people don't understand about belts and hoses is whatever anybody has taught you about when the intervals of shit to do your belts and hoses on your vehicles today do not really pertain to the belts and hoses that are on the market today. Oh, um, really? Yeah. The new belts and hoses are made of a new co- rubber compound called EPDM rubber. Which is it's a type of a synthetic uh, rubber. It doesn't act or react as well to wear as they did in the past. In the past, when a belt would go bad, you would notice that there was cracks across the grooves in the belt, or there, or where they're splitting or tearing, or like you said, the edges of the belt were actually the fray. Right. That's what I was now, always taught growing up. Yeah. That's now not- they actually kind of wear like a tire. They don't show the cracks. They don't. They don't tear. They actually wear like a tire. Like they shrink the- down. Yes, basically, you know, everybody, even if you don't have any automotive knowledge at all and you're just new to, to taking care of your own car and you're just trying to find a little information out, the one thing we've all had to do is purchase tires. Oh, yeah. And we all know yeah. the one that's time to get tires is when the treads wore down and the tread is gone. Do yeah. the penny test and check it against Abraham Lincoln's head. <laughs> we've all done that. Yep. Well, a lot, and that, that exactly is the old school way of thinking of doing it. Now, what happens with these belts is you really need a tool, and it's a belt depth gauge, to check the depth of these belts the grooves in the belts to see if they're ready to be replaced or not. I can't use a nickel. Nope. Can't use anything out. It's actually a tread depth gauge. Okay. So when you're experiencing squeaks and you're experiencing chirps with, with commonly known belt noises, most of the time it's not necessarily that the belt has gone bad. It's A lot of times it's a it's a telltale to something else that's going wrong on uh-huh. the system because because the belts don't react like they do before. You know, and A lot of people's first instance is, is to go to the auto parts store or buy a can of spray belt dressing, put a belt dressing on it. Well, all that does is just makes things worse because that product, what it does is it takes the rubber compound that's coming off along with this sticky substance that the belt dressing is, gums up the pulleys and causes you more of an issue. Yeah. So the new yeah, the new belts are held on uh, by a, uh, through the group pulleys, it's called a serpentine drive system, and the tension is held on the belt by what's called a belt tensioner, which is a really basically aluminum housing with a giant spring mm-hmm. 
and a pulley on the other end, and the spring holds tension on the belt. So a lot of times when you're hearing squeaking, it's because you've got a tensioner issue or you've got a pulley issue or the belt is wore down so far that it's shrunk down so far that it's not able to keep the proper tension on the belt like it used to be able to. Okay. Hey, i got to brag about my uh, set of tools I got, by the way. <laughs> so i got a fire hydrant outside of my house, and the fire department left a wrench on there. And that's what I use <laughs> when i got to replace my pulley now because it's got a nice long handle and I can get leverage on that pulley arm that you're talking about, that spring load. Mm-hmm. Do other people use plumbing tools for, to replace their belts? You know, I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm one of them type of guys. So use a yeah. quality tool for the job. That's right. Um, yeah. and, and quite frankly, uh, a non-quality tool to me is, 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 is as worthless as worthless can get. Because yeah. if it's not going to work right, it ain't, it ain't worth having. <laughs> I'm going to create more problems. And luckily, <laughs> you could buy all of the right tools. That's my thought of motive. Yeah, and what about that the the thing that yeah, me- so, measure the gauge of the yep, belt? He was mentioning the gauge before. You can come in on our counter in every single one of our locations. Honestly, those gauge tools that he was talking about a moment ago are yeah. just little square pieces of plastic, rectangular pieces of plastic. Oh. They have grooves on them, and you slip it right in between the grooves on the belt. You move it side to side, and if there's play in it, you mm. know that the belt is worn down. But if there's no play in it, it's like Brian said a minute ago, it can tell you that it's a tensioner issue or something else in the system. So it's just kind of like those spark plugs. Gap coins that they sell right at the counter there. Exactly. It's similar, but it's a square. They're free. You just come in. If you want to check your system, come in and ask for one. They're right on the counter. We Get give them away. Here. Yep. Oh, and I'm sure if we have problems figuring it out, Brian, you'd be able to help us out. Absolutely. All our guys at our stores are pretty knowledgeable. They're, anybody that you speak to at any of our counters will be uh, more than apt to be able to take care of anything you need. And if you find out you need to replace it, you can go visit a Parts Plus Car Care Center or ASE Center and they'll get you taken care of. Cool. Now, I got to tell you a story about one time my mom came home. We had a Buick Century station wagon growing up. And it under the hood is like thump 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 thump, but like really 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 fast. And I like my dad's like, oh, the engine's knocking. I better add some oil to it. So he adds oil to it. Like a week of this thumping under the hood before they realize it's the belt frayed off and it's a piece of it whipping <laughs> oh, no. around oh, no. underneath. Oh my gosh, it was that's that's my dad. <laughs> so when a piece like frays off like that, that that's another sign to replace, Brian. Absolutely, yeah. When when you Anytime that you have a, like I said, with the new belts, they don't tend to fray as much as the old belts did. And and what I mean by uh, older belts, most cars about 12 to 15 years old and newer have this new style belts and hoses on them. So if you've got something that's back from the from the uh, early 90s or, or mid 90s, a lot of that stuff has the old style rubber compound belts on it that will still do the fraying and the cracking like I was speaking of in the past. But uh, if you do have a belt that's tore or something like that, not a lot of times it is. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a locked up idler pulley or a bearing that's gone out of the pulley causing the belt not to run true. Or, you know, another issue, locking uh, AC compressor locking up, a power steering pump locking up, a alternator locking up. So there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot into it. And like you said, you know, it's something that's above your, what we like to say, pay grade. You know, <laughs> one of our one of our uh, Parts Plus uh, car care centers would be more than happy to take care of you. I'm going off script here and asking because I got a lawnmower, and one thing I got to constantly replace on that is the belt that drives mm-hmm. my blades. Do you guys do, because you guys do tractor parts too. Do yeah, you do absolutely. all sorts of belts? Yep. Yes. Yes, we do. And the one thing that a lot of people need to understand is when you're doing that, it's not just the length of the belt that's important. There's different types of belt for agricultural use versus automotive use. 
Yes. Because um, because the, the agricultural belt is susceptible to other types of environments. You know, it gets the wet grass on it, it gets the mud on it, it gets the water on it a lot more than what a regular automotive belt does. So you need to make sure that you purchase an agricultural belt for it, not just put any type of belt on it. I wish I would have known that before I daisy-chained a bunch of zip ties together. I tell you, that only worked like one pass around the house and snap. Yeah, it sounds absolutely like you need to be calling one of our car our car care centers. Yeah, I probably need to stop working on my lawnmower. Right away. <laughs> oh man! Well, Brian, do you got any crazy stories? Because you've been in the automotive industry for a long time. Have you ever seen anything under the hood where you just said, "Oh my gosh, you just can't make this up"? You know, it's been there's been several things. I've seen um, uh, blocks of wood used for motor mounts, and I've seen <laughs> I've seen brake rotors that were ground down to nothing to the point where the caliper popped out of the piston and. Ooh. And, uh, you know, uh, hose clamps holding on pieces of suspension that shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> but I think my probably my favorite of all was would be a brake line that was replaced with clear vacuum tubing, rubber tubing, that <laughs> probably susceptible to about 12 PSI when <laughs> brake systems are, you know, 5,000 PSI. Oh it's like the plastic hose you see on, like, aquarium stuff, like that yes. kind of? Oh, my yes. gosh. And it stopped, yeah. or did it just bust instantly? I mean, uh, no, I mean, basically just bust instantly. A couple pumps, and it's done with a brake pedal, and it's done. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and they thought they were saving money by using fish tank parts. We say it all the time. A little preventive maintenance, getting the right tools, the right parts for the job makes a huge difference. Absolutely. The scientists have been working the labs on, on belts. Have they also changed the components that, that are... Like for your hoses too, or is that different material? Yes, and 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 the hoses are the same way. They're they're made of that same type of rubber compound. And then a lot of people ask you, well, if the belt isn't a split or cracks or tears like it does back in the past, then why would I need to replace my hoses? Well, it's simple. If you, anybody that's familiar with anything plastic or rubber realizes that it only has such a life expectancy. Yeah, the, the heat, the cool, it, the heat, the exactly. cool. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I just getting ready to say. Especially if it's going through heat cycles. If you shut your engine off on your car and you pop your hood, you go into your, under your hood, you can't lay your hand on your engines because it's hot. Mm-hmm. Now, right. now, you can touch your belt. Your belt's probably not going to be hot if there's nothing wrong, but your hoses have hot coolant running through them and with the coolant or running through them that's creating a heat cycle on those hoses so after so many heat cycles you know the rubber starts to dry rot and it starts to fail and i would i would most likely recommend around the 50 60 thousand mile range you really need to start paying attention to your hoses but what people don't realize is one of the big things with these hoses is when they start to swell and they start to take in air. Most of the antifreezes, coolants, if you will, in these new modern vehicles are silicon-free. And these silicon-free antifreezes, when they become oxygenated, they turn to crud. They, they do that mm. varnish or, or molasses-style buildup that you see in a lot of these radiators. And that's due to the air built up in there? Well, basically what happens is if it's constantly with that, with that hose stretching or that hose having tiny little pinholes or air leaks in it, mm. every time the system pressurizes and depressurizes, it's intake and air. Oh, so it's allow, like stretching allow, a balloon out. Yep. Yeah. So it's constantly allowing air to breach that system. And when it does that, it, it oxygenates the coolant, causing the coolant to as they call molasses up or mud up or crud up, whatever you want to call it. Everybody's got a different name for it, but you're causing yourself an even bigger problem because the next thing you know, you're going to have radiator failure, water pump failure, heater core failure. 
months. And so it's something that you need to make sure that inspect them at regularly. Like I said, if you don't know how to do it yourself, have a, have a technician at one of our car care centers check it out for you. Um, they'd be more than happy to, to get you, uh, make sure your car is maintained properly and safe for your family to drive in. And It's a really different world from what it used to be, just a simple rubber hose or rubber belt like we just have always thought it is. It's not like it was. Wow. But they last longer, right? I mean, it's a yeah, better... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a, I find that a lot with like uh, aftermarket parts. They've improved on the formula from the previous, and yeah. now this new stuff is, is awesome. Yeah, our main manufacturer, Gates, who's the big manufacturer, we carry Gates, we carry Bando. Uh, but Gates, they came out with this new campaign called the 6090 campaign, and they've pushed that out. It's become so popular that they've given that for free to other rubber gates uh, belts and hose manufacturers so it's check your stuff check any of your rubber components your belts your hoses at 60,000 miles and check them again at 90,000 miles just oh. to make sure you're good on everything and that's a that's a good i think interval to make sure that you're staying on top of what you got going on the 6090 that's good to know i did not know that the belts were made of a different material i thought it was the same old same old they've always been using you know it all it all has to change with a lot of things you know and especially on the aftermarket like andrew was talking about all manufacturers have to earn what they call cafe points and cafe points are basically <laughs> points given by the federal government that is that is uh for their epa regulations so the cars meet the spec that they want for fuel economy and so a lot of times parts are made cheaper and they're made lighter so that the vehicle can accomplish the fuel economy that the federal government is looking from the manufacturer okay. but on our end on the aftermarket end Aftermarket replacement auto manufacturers are not held to those cafe standards. Hmm. So they can make it better, stronger, bigger, get you more life out of them. Awesome. Well, man, you have opened my eyes so much. I, I hear all along. I thought there, I knew everything there was to know about hose, but I learned something new every day, I guess, huh? <laughs> well, and when you, stop, when you stop trying to learn things, that's when the problem starts. That's absolutely right. Yeah, and it's always changing. Mm, yes, sir. Well, awesome. Well, Brian, thanks so much for the insight. Uh, if anybody needs to get in contact with you, they could just stop by their local Smythe, and they'll be able to track you down, right? Yes, sir. All right, Brian, thank you so much. No, thank you, guys. Have a great day. You too. Awesome. Well, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that was really cool. Well, now let's get to the contest because I think you got a kind of a funny idea here. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about this one. <laughs> we want you to show us your hose Come and on. belts and belts, automotive hose and belts. <laughs> get online, get on Facebook, and share a picture of your hose or belts on our page. Uh, hashtag Smythe Automotive. Hashtag Gates Auto, hashtag Where My Hose At, hashtag Sockets and Cylinders, or any combination of the, the, the those above, and we'll uh, we'll get you a reward from Smythe Automotive. So make sure you post a picture of it, preferably your own car. I guess if you want to take a picture of your neighbor's <laughs> engine or whatever, that's fine too. Uh, get on there, tag us in it, and um, there'll there'll be some sort of prize or reward or something from Smythe Automotive. Tag us with your belt uh, or hose uh, or hose automotive automotive. <laughs> I love it. Dude, I can't wait to see the pictures. Also, if you guys ha think you got a squeak under the hood, you're not sure if it's the belt or not sure if it's a pulley or maybe some other weird noise, we're open to help you problem solve that. Just email us, podcast at smytheautomotive.com and uh, we'll get back to you and you never know, you might end up on a future episode of Sockets and Cylinders. We'll look forward to your hose picks or your belts. Automotive. Automotive. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for downloading Sockets and Cylinders, brought to you by Smythe Automotive. I'm Statman with... Andrew Rosen. Have a good one. See y'all.